0: Hi everyone, how's it? What is up? How is it going? (laughs) It is uh, lovely to be here and to be able to share with you again. Um, I would like to begin just a very short introductory message today about one thing. And it's this one thing, being God is the only one thing that is worth, you know, truly is probably worth anything in our lives. (laughs) In 2020, we've we've come to a point where this generation is facing, I guess, uh, so many challenges, and we're realizing, as 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 people, we're realizing, heck, all the things that I put my trust in, everything I invested my time and my life in, can actually just be taken. We, uh, you know, for for a lot of people, this realization has come and has caused a lot of fear, uh, anxiety, and so many things. And so, uh, I would I've been wanting to do. A series like this, if you like, uh, about the one thing, you know, David speaks about the one thing he desires. And, and, and to remind us that only God is, is, is really worth anything. And as we can, as as Holy Spirit begins to work in our hearts and our minds, we, we are able to uh, position ourselves uh, or uh, As we position ourselves also, and Holy Spirit works in us, he positions us better as we wait on him, and as we begin to uh, get our priority of of God being number one, especially as children of god as, as um, especially as the children of God, that God is our number one priority and, and and as we do that, everything else begins to find its its proper space and place in our lives and and we realize that whether those things come or go, or whether they shift or you know whether the economy is good or bad, whether, <laughs> whether whatever happens in our life, yes, they will affect us. And, and yes, we'll experience those emotions and go through them as regular human beings. But we have this anchor, this hope in us, uh, where, we, where we can still uh, know this amazing God is with us. Um, and even more importantly than all of that. I'm hoping that this series gets us to a position where we go like, whether things do go well or not well, I find true life in God Himself. He is everything. So let me begin by just starting with kind of our, the, the scripture that I want to use as the foundation for this series. And I also just want you to know I'll be using a lot of material from Dr. Richard Mabry, and I'll be you know using that material as well as... Obviously, all my insights and what I feel that God's wanting to share. So, let's, let's get straight into it. So, I want to begin with Psalm 27 verse 4. And it says this, and I love the scripture. And I want to make just a few quick observations around it as, as an introductory video. One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek. And that seek there means to pursue, to investigate, and, and it has even connotations of begging. right? That I may dwell, sit, remain, inhabit... In the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze, which is to envision, to see uh, upon the beauty of the Lord, and to seek, which is to meditate and make inquiry and much more, uh, him in his temple. So I'll read that without the kind of uh, commentary around those words. It says, one thing I ask of the Lord, this is David speaking, is that I, (laughs) let me do that again. One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, and to seek Him in His temple. Now, I love this. You know, I want to make some more observations. The first thing we notice here that David is saying is, he says this is the one thing, and, and it kind of sets the tone for the rest of this uh, 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 kind of verse. And, and it kind of, uh, yeah, it sets the tone for it. It kind of says this one thing, and then it begins to, Speak about the beauty and and the temple and dwelling. And I'll get to there in a few seconds. But the first thing we need to know is, David says, there's one thing I desire. Okay, The one thing I ask of the Lord. So he even goes and inquires of God. He says, Lord, there's one thing I want from you. So that shows us we can go to God and say, Lord, I I need to know you as the one thing in my life. I, I ask you. I ask you, Lord, for one thing. Okay, um, And then he says that I may dwell um, all the days of my life to gaze uh, upon the beauty and to seek. So he's saying to God, Lord, I ask you to help me to dwell, to help me to gaze, to help me to see you. He's saying to God, Lord, you come and do the work. You come and do these things. And it's refreshing because often we think, oh, we have to work so hard to, to get to God and we have to work really hard to get there. But what God is saying is actually... Just as we were saved, you know, it was not by our works we were saved. There's nothing we can do to earn salvation. There's no way we can get to God unless, you know, unless God, unless Jesus, who willingly died on the cross for us, who was sent by the Father. Unless he had done that work, we we would never be able to have an intimate relationship. And we'd never be fully satisfied in God. And so Jesus has done this work for us. And so, he, he, David understood that it, it takes a, it, for us to be able to have uh, this supernatural uh, encounter with God, this this one thing kind of uh, lifestyle, it is going to take God to do it. Just like salvation took God to get us to Him, it's going to take God to get us to this one thing. And so, we can relax in the sense that our role is to really get to God and say, Lord, I want you to be the one thing, won't you help? Won't you help me to see you? Won't you help me to dwell with you? And this is... This is God's will for us. God loves us so much that he's makes, he, he, makes, he does everything possible just to get us to come. And we just need to get to the point where we realize that we need God, God's strengthening and power to do it. And we need to fall and surrender into His arms. So let's carry on. So here we see David saying there's only one thing that's worth anything. One thing. And that's God Himself. And he truly had only one desire. The next thing we see is David prioritizes the, the, this presence. The, David prioritizes uh, uh, getting in, an encounter into the presence of God. He prioritizes it. He says, God, you're it. You know, when he says one thing I ask, you know, he's prioritizing. He's saying, God, you're it for me. The next thing we see is David valued. He puts value on this, seeking only one thing. Now, now we've got to understand, you know, David must have been a really busy man. He was running a kingdom, he was fighting wars, he, he had, you know, why, a few wives. He had children. He, I mean, he must have been seriously a busy man. Yet he says that none of, this kind, none, of this, none of these things, even although he valued them very much, he said they don't make sense without putting the priorities in the right place. And he said he values above all and everything. Everything. His children, his wives, his kingdom, his work, all of that. He values above all of that. He values the presence of God. And so this is amazing. The other thing I want to make note of as we read the scripture, and you can go read it, by the way, and think about what I've said and connect it to the scripture as you go and look at the scripture. David sought intimacy and relationship with God and he prioritized that presence. You see, we see as he says, um, that I may dwell, which is to inhabit, to sit, remain, abide, okay, in the house of the Lord. He, you see, he, he begins to say intimacy with God is, is of utmost, in fact, it is the only thing that's really important, is intimacy with God. You know, it's this um, relationship with God that's vulnerable, that's transparent, that's honest. Uh, it's getting to know God in a, uh, for the truth of who He is. And so, it's worshipping God in spirit and truth in a sense. It's allowing Holy Spirit to begin to bring us the depths and, of who God is. And we know that even while David speaks of you, he says um, that I'm a gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and seek Him in His temple. Uh, we know that we now become the, the temple of the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit dwells in us. And so we can have this true intimacy with God that's beyond and above everything. And so we can sit in this intimate presence with God and really just soak in and and drink in and be filled with, with God's presence as we say, Holy Spirit, let me know Christ more because we can communicate intimately that way. I always say, you know, because Holy Spirit lives in us, we have an intimacy that's even closer than our skin that we wear. So that's how intimate God wants a relationship with us and... And so David understood that and he responded by saying, Lord, help me to know you're the one thing. Um, and so that's incredible. David's whole life, we're only trying to find true fulfillment. We see David saying, I'm only going to find true fulfillment as I have an intimate relation, relationship with God. And he said, we know this as he says, um, all the days... So he says every single day of his life, he wants to dwell. He wants to have an intimate relationship with God. He wants to make God the one thing that's important because he knows that true life and all life is, is found and sustained in, God, in an intimate relationship with God. And he says, I'll only find that true fulfillment. So see, that's why he says, I want to gaze upon your beauty all the days because he knows every single day I'll only find true fulfillment in God's presence. The next thing he, he rea- we realizes da- David sees God as a treasure. Worth more than anything else. You know, he says, He says to gaze upon your beauty. You see, he, he because remember he said one thing and you tie one thing in with beauty and you, you realize that David realizes that the highest treasure of all is this relationship with, with his these with, with God, you know, this one thing. Because he says it is beautiful. He sees the presence of God as beautiful. He sees it is, it is the treasure. It's the one treasure one beauty. It's the one treasure because he calls God's presence beautiful. It's the one treasure that matters more than anything. And so, I ask God that we'll always have, this, that it will always have Him as this one treasure, this beautiful. And then, he carries on to say, um, he sees God as the only prize worth fighting for. You know, he sees God as the only prize, the one thing I desire to dwell uh, in His presence. It's the only prize that matters. So he sees God as his only prize that he wants to find. You know, Here we see a great heart of a worshipper. Where he's saying, Man, Lord, you're the one thing. You're my prize. He's worshipping. He's saying, he's saying, You're it for me. I have a lot going on in life, David is saying. There's so much going on. But you are it. You're the prize. You're my beautiful one desire. And then, David has the hunger, but he requests that God provides everything necessary so that he can be in that place where God is the one thing. Because he asks it. So let me read that one more time. He says, One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek. So he's asking the Lord. He's saying, come. And I've spoken a little bit about this earlier. But that's what he's doing. And so... How does that relate to us today? Well, I said this in the introduction of this morning's uh, video that I'm sharing with you. We need to understand that it's, it's only in God that we find true fulfillment. There's nothing else on earth that's going to f- get us close. And If we put our heart and our efforts and our minds in anything above God, they're going to let us down, but God never will. And so it's that understanding, it's the understanding that as I have an intimate relationship with God, that, I, that my soul and my spirit is made in such a way that only that one thing, as David puts it, is going to bring true satisfaction, is going to bring true fulfillment, is going to bring true peace, and, and setting us free from all these uh, things like anxiety and, you know, all. That. Stress and all these kind of things. It's only once we really truly get that. We can't actually get there because we, we, we uh, if you like, our sinful nature, the brokenness of our, that came through the fall uh, has, has kind of skewed the understanding and the sp- picture of, of that. And so it's difficult to get there. But with, the ho- with Holy Spirit and as we inquire, as David says, Lord, I ask from you to come and do this. As we begin to surrender to God and submit to Him and say, you come and do these things, come and help me to get there. He begins by power of Holy Spirit because we have that living in us, the power of God living in us. He begins to allow us, He begins to, through a journey of relationship with Him, He begins to draw us closer and closer. And we, bec- we get more and more of an uh, understanding, if you like, a revelation of uh, this one thing. And so our part is to come. And to make that choice and to ask God to do that, but we need to relax and rest in the fact that He begins to do the work. And as He begins to do the work, uh, you know, we begin to respond, and and so we walk in this journey of relationship. It's a relationship thing. It's not a strategy thing. It's not a set of formulas to get to God. It's relational. And as we live in an intimate relationship with God, this this kind of intimate relationship with God, however you want to look at it, this intimate relationship with God, here, yeah, He begins. To do the work that only he can do. And so we desire, we say, Lord, come and do your work. And so let me pray for you. As we come to a close, I'm going to pray for you. But I want to read one more quote from a guy called Sadhu Sundar Singh. In comparison with this big world, the human heart is only a small thing. Though the world is so large, it is utterly unable to satisfy this tiny heart. (laughs) This desire in us. Man's growing soul and its capacities can only be satisfied in the infinite God. As water is restless until it reaches its level, so the soul has no peace until it rests in God. And so that's what I'm speaking about. And this is what we'll be speaking about as we go on this journey in this series of the one thing. I'm hoping that the Holy Spirit will ignite that in you. That we find rest in in Him as we place Him... Uh, in, the, in the place of priority in our lives, So let me pray for you. So how about you just join me. Abba Daddy. We thank you. That you love us. And that you did everything possible. To have an intimate relationship with us. Because you know you're the best thing. For us. And so Lord we respond this morning. We want to respond this morning. Lord, I ask that you keep working in our hearts and our minds. That you keep drawing us closer to you. We invite you, Holy Spirit, to come and do that work in us. I ask, Holy Spirit, that you keep drawing us and keep igniting in our spirits and our souls a passion. And and ignite that fire in us for more of you. Because we confess today, Lord, that you're everything. We confess today, Lord. That we want you to be that one thing that is above everything else. Help us, Lord, that we may, that we may seek you, that we may dwell in your presence, and that we may gaze upon your beauty, and that we may know you intimately, and that you may be our highest point of satisfaction, that you may be our hope, the rock on which we stand. In Jesus' name, I ask this Abdaddy by the power of Holy Spirit. And for everyone watching, Lord, may they have these encounters, personal encounters with you. Amen. Have a great week and be blessed. Have a great one.